What's our intro this time? Hello, my name is Ace Marrero. <laughs> That's pretty good. That was pretty good. Let's hear yours. Uh, hello, Regina. <laughs> Would you like to make some tacos? <laughs> you will rue the day you've seen me. I now have to the go doctor. perform some... I don't know. I lost it. I lost Grab your glass of wine as we get ready to tell a story. Once upon a wine. It's too early in the morning. Too early. 9.26 a.m. <laughs> to be specific. Well, we just got in last night. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to Once Upon a Wine. It is your very exhausted, jet-lagged host, Aaron Stegman, and... And uh, <laughs> we are back from NYC. We're back in Los Angeles, and uh, we we just watched the finale. Well, wait, no, we no, really we watched, watched it, it the night of. We just we couldn't. just watched it late, and then we couldn't record the podcast because we were flying the next day, and then so this is our first. Ah, first day back. Uh, Ami, Andrea, and Katie, uh, we were not able to coordinate a podcast uh, together and then get it out to you fine folk in time. So, unfortunately, you're stuck with just the two of us, um, who are also very sober at this time. I know. I know. It's like once upon a Starbucks, once upon a breakfast burrito. That's what it is today. Yeah. Um... Ace and I are training because we're about to shoot a film uh, that we're actually shooting together. So Ace and I are in very strict training mode, beast mode, if you will. Uh, and when she says training, it's more like we need to play a little catch up from this last week in Jersey. Yeah. Erin did better than I did. She worked out a couple days. I, I did not. And I ate everything that I miss from back east, which was pizza, Chinese food twice, um, Dude, pastas, I mean, you know, everything. I was surprised you didn't crush it at the gym. You're, you are usually, like, really good about the gym. I've been so big. I mean, it was nonstop for me. I mean, I got in. You had more time, really, because I, 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 I'm the best man at my, you know, my buddy's wedding. So the next day, we were traveling. He was picking us up, picking up tuxes. That was his bachelor party day. Then the next day after that, we slept in because we were out late, late the night before. And then we had rehearsal for the wedding. And then the next day was the wedding. I mean, so it, it was a little... It was a little crazy up until basically Saturday, you know? There are only excuses that I'm hearing, hun. Only excuses. I worked out my stomach muscles with <laughs> with my constant digestion of foods. I had two whole pizzas. It two... I, it, like... Two whole pizzas. That's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot. It was so good, though. It was so good. But I walked, like, 20,000 steps every day I was in New York. Yeah. And I upped my running game. Yeah. So our word of the day, if you're drinking, uh, not with us, but if you're just drinking uh, on this Tuesday morning, um, might want to just check yourself real quick there. Uh, but then afterwards, why don't we have, what should our word be? Should it be? Doctor. Doctor? Or? Um, Mr. Hyde. 
No. No? Um, I don't know. Evil Queen? That's a good one. That'll get people nice and soft. Okay. All right. The word of the day is Evil Queen. Bing! Anyway. Uh, so, yeah. So, what else is going on, Ace, in our world? What is going on? Um, well, we have our New Jersey screening coming up. Um, really cool news. So, if you uh, haven't heard yet, we're partnering with the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society for our New Jersey screening. Uh, if you're attending the con, have no fear. We start after the con ends. A lot of people ask, um, you know, they're afraid they'll miss the con or they'll miss the movie because of the con ending. But don't worry about it. We start the movie um, once the con gets out. And the screening is just about a six-minute drive away from the convention. So don't worry about that. You can get your ticks on IndieTix.net, I-N-D-I-E-T-I-X.net. And every uh, ticket, proceeds are going to go towards uh, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Um, we're helping our friend and cast member, Tony Hall, raise $50,000 so she can get a uh, research grant named after her um, dearly departed parents, um, who were just wonderful people. And, um, and we'd really love to make that happen for her. So please help us spread the word. You can also, if you're not going to be at the New Jersey screening, you can just go to our page anyway and donate. Um, you know, every dollar really does help. And um, we've also got some cool perks, like you can get an autographed copy of the original script of Once Upon a Time, the Rock Opera, which is slightly different from the filming script. That's always how it is. Yep. Uh, and I'm going to add some fun notes into the script um, just and make each one unique. So uh, it's truly one of a kind, and that uh, is something you can get. There's also dinner with the cast and uh, various shenanigans. So you can all check that out under IndieTix.net and and help support LLS, which is a fantastic cause. Uh, Let's see. We also have a New York screening coming up. That's going to be October 7th, uh, which is during NYC Comic Con as well. And that's going to be at the Tribeca Screening Room, which is a really cool theater. Um, What else we got? Comic Con. That's coming up. July 23rd. Tickets are not on sale for that just yet, but they will be soon. Um, We've got some cool, cool guests coming to that one. Um, I don't know, man. What else? We're filming a movie in June. I feel like I'm never in Los Angeles anymore. But it's it's good. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks again for all our Patreon subscribers. Yes, we have a lot of new Patreon subscribers, which I'm going to actually uh, say hello to you guys on this podcast here. Um, Yeah, you guys are are rock stars and, and you know, really helping us uh, not only continue and maintain and um, keep this, this, this podcast going, but also, you know... Uh, just giving it fancy little upgrades here and there, you'll notice, you know, little by little. So um, uh, we've been getting a lot of great feedback. Uh, Kevin, our, our editor, producer of the podcast, um, you know, gives us a little update at the end of every week. And, uh, I mean, the numbers this week were, were, were crazy, right, for the podcast? Yeah, our podcast, you know, this month, we had record downloads this month. So thank you guys so, so much. We really appreciate it. Um, yeah. Really appreciate your support. Um, keep, keep helping us spread the word yeah. as well. You know, if you have any friends. It's that- all paying off. I mean, uh, we, we were told that our podcast is one of the quickest growing on our channel that we're on. And uh, we've been nominated for an award that's at DragonCon. And you guys, I mean, this 
this is, we literally drink and talk about once upon a time, and it just means so much to us that you guys listen and, and care, and I love all the tweets that we get. Um, so I just want to give a couple quick shout-outs to our Patreon subscribers, and again, if you want to help us with that, um, it's uh, go to onceuponatimespoof.com forward slash support, and you can start, starting at a dollar, I believe, you can you can help be a Patreon subscriber. So I just want to give a couple shout-outs to some of our new subscribers. We've got uh, Tony Hall, which is a cast member, and I love that she subscribes to us. Uh, we got Teresa Martin, Allison Richard, Danielle Robinson, Beatrice Toledo, Jasmine Gabrielle, and Nikki Daniel. Woo woo! Cheers to you guys! Thank you so much. Yeah. Woo woo! Uh, and um, uh, yeah, so keep keep it coming, dudes. Um, anyway, and so dudettes. and do that. Well, you know, dudes kind of like a unisex term. So, dude, dude. Oh my God! So let's talk about this finale. There were two, it's a two-parter called um, "Only You" and an untold story. Uh, that was quite the finale, wouldn't you say, Ace? Uh, yeah, it was quite the finale. I, I, <laughs> uh, in fact, I was nervous considering what time we were watching it that night, and that it was two hours because we know I already have a track record of falling asleep. Yep. But uh, definitely made it up. Yeah. Made it through and and was interested and um, yeah yeah. How are we how are we doing this? Are we talking about like we're breaking it up or what are we doing? Well, I I I don't know. I mean, I think an overall synopsis. Yeah, but, that's okay. That's, that, that so works. like um, you know, I, overall thoughts, which which mine were the same as yours. Was I was really I know the cast and the crew were very excited about the finale. You could tell on Twitter and in their interviews, they were like, "This is one of our. This is going to be a solid episode." And yeah. well, um, it just started off strong. You it know, really you know, did. Regina in the diner and or wherever she was it the diner. Yeah, yeah. You the, know, just that I said the way I it was filmed. Yeah, I mean, I, you made a comment. I about made a comment that opening shot on Regina. I said, "Well, that shot was." better than half the season <laughs> that opening shot um yeah i i really really liked this finale a lot it was very strong i love that they're moving away from disney um and getting into some you know more of the literature type of characters which they started to do with merlin and camelot and but i i, I this this was a pleasant surprise, the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde yeah. storyline. We were, um, we were, when they, you know, when the gang appears there and, you know, Aaron, your first thought was Jungle Book, right? And then. Yeah, because it's tropical. Yeah, so you hear the birds, the, the, you know, it obviously sounded tropical, which I still don't get from, you know, well, I guess it doesn't matter. But um, we were trying to make guesses and, and I shot a brick when, when the, uh, what's his name? Um, I don't know. The. Pool. 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 Who's Pool? Pool's the assistant guy. Yeah, when the assistant comes out and he looks like a Jedi and looks like he shot him with some sort of Star lightsaber. Wars thing, I was like, oh my god. I know we both went, oh no, no <gasps> Star Wars, please. Even though I love Star Wars, but it does not uh, belong in Once Upon a Time. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 but and then we were trying to guess, and I, I made a guess that I thought was pretty close, but I'm actually happier it is what it is. Like I thought it might have been Scar. I'm like, well, you know, like a royal. Family, yeah, like the 
like tropical. a human version of the Lion King. Yeah, yeah, that would have been cool. Like the like the doctor was actually Zazu, maybe you know. But I called. Cat. I did call Jekyll and Hyde before it was officially revealed. Yeah, like three seconds before. Still, I called it. I called it. He's in the lab, and you're calling Jekyll and Hyde. That's a uh, it. Counts. Definitely counts. Oh my! I know God. you guys are with me. It definitely counts. Um, I also called the the evil queen Regina split early drink uh i called that early on no you did yes i did i absolutely no, called that did. early on oh wait i did you're saying i did shut up <laughs> um i will say i like the first episode better than the second episode i agree yeah the yeah, first because we we actually the way we watched it was in two parts we didn't watch it continuously straight through we took a break between the, the episodes and the first episode for me was really well paced um it was very realistic i liked them going to new york i liked the reveal of mr hyde and um and then the second episode got a little more kind of that fantastical yeah. lots of cgi um a little cheesy with the with the you know Henry in front of the library and his speech and getting everyone in the fountain. I just didn't care for that part too much. Yeah. But um, just because we were literally in New York and I was like, there's no way <laughs> these New Yorkers would ever do that. It just was a little bit of a stretch. And Emma's like, me. you know, you made the whole world believe. You're like, no, you made like 13 people. Yeah. <laughs> in this block believe or whatever. Yeah. But also, can I just say how long? If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that like 30% of the podcast I always say all I want is for them to get the characters to New York have a couple episodes there and they finally did it yes <laughs> what else did they do that yes. we were like there was something that was... I said yeah the, well um Oh, I don't know. I'll have to think about that. But one thing we forgot to share in the in the, in the intro was uh, uh, the interview with with Jennifer Morrison when they brought up the rock opera. Oh, that's right. Um, so CBS News did, and uh, uh, my friend Ned actually did an interview with Jennifer Morrison about um, she's doing a campaign with migraine relief and um, you know promoting Once Upon a Time. And he asked her about the rock opera, which I thought was awesome. And I had a lot of you guys uh, tweet me that, which is. Really really sweet and um so that was really cool to see that. Um, so if you go to CBS News Entertainment, um, you can find that article there. Or just check our Twitter. I retweeted it. And um, really cool that, that she said, um, you know, that that's cool that the show does inspire so many other creative um, things to happen as well. Uh, but coming... Okay, so coming back to the episode... Um, God, there, there's a lot just plot-wise that, yeah. that happened. How do we feel about the the two of them splitting? Jekyll and Hyde. Oh, Jekyll and I was disappointed in that, yeah, to be me honest. Too, me too. I, I felt like, oh, that was too easy. You know, like, yeah. I, I wanted the... I wanted... I think that's why I had an issue with the second episode, is because I, I just wanted um, that to be a little bit longer or to not be revealed yeah. just yet. You know, but you're you're right. It is 100 percent easy because I think what made the first episode, you know, first part of that two hour block work so well, is because it was uh, revealing little by little that it was two different people, and then like you know how he would set up 
himself. So, you know, yeah, in a way yeah, to, I thought to, that was interesting like all too. that stuff. And you're like, wow, this is going to be interesting how he had he they have to be aware of each other enough to sort of, you know, fight the other one at the same time. And then they're just like, yeah, this is probably too complicated to write for every episode. So we're just going to split you into two. And yeah, I mean, it would have been nice, like to have this. Yeah, a little slower reveal there. Same. I feel the same for the Regina evil queen split was I was hoping what they do instead is that she would somehow have a potion or whatnot that she was still one person but was unaware she was the evil queen and Regina well that's what's interesting to me because it's like okay I get Jekyll and Hyde but it's like to split her and then to have it act like two different people it's like she's known she's this person the whole time I I don't know I just don't I don't quite buy it for her splitting. You're talking the splitting or not splitting? Yeah, splitting. Well, because they make it, like, it makes sense for Jekyll and Hyde where they split into two people because it's like they're, they're, you know, multiple personality or whatever, but it's like Regina known, she, she's known she's the evil queen, so why did she need to split and like, like, oh, now this now this side of me is is free or whatever. It's well, like, she wanted to kind of rid herself of the that inner, like... Bad girl. Yeah, but now it's that's... like there's two characters. Well, yeah, I'm I'm, I... <sighs> I'm glad the evil queen is back. I think everybody I I think a lot of people are. Um, It's interesting what they're doing. At the same time, I don't like it. Yeah. And and here's why, okay? Don't hate me, guys. All right, here's why I don't like it. Well, they tease. Like, you you get to tease even an earlier part of the episode where, like... Maybe she's carrying resentment or all these things, and it's like that should be the the route they went. Exactly. They it, it makes it it's a, it's an easy device for a writer. It's just an easy plot device to separate these characters. Now you have complete evil, and then you have Regina, who's good, and that to me is still not interesting. Yeah. I like when it's one character and she's really battling everything like a human being. What we love about Regina, at least for me, what I love about season one and season two, season three Regina, is that she is both. She's both. She's good and evil. And watching that fight is interesting. Watching two characters who are on opposite ends of the spectrum, I don't know. I'm I'm interested to see what they do with it. It would be, I would have liked it better if she was still one person didn't know she was transforming into the evil queen. Didn't know she was going back to Regina. Like if oh. that would have been more interesting to me, because what if who does Re- who does the evil queen have a relationship with? Hide, please hide, and um, you know, and then to be kind of un- even if he's unaware that she's going back and forth. Yeah, I mean that how freaking interesting would that be but now to have it where it's just they're too separate well yeah I agree it it, it seemed too easy and too fast too fast exactly that's the other thing the the second half of this episode felt very rushed it felt very like and I still really enjoyed it please don't get me wrong like I I really enjoyed the episode but it just it it did what what I fear about the show sometimes which is that it just rushes itself and um, you know to really instead which is have her still be one person Jekyll and hiding I think would have been a, a more interesting choice just yeah. my just my opinion um, no, I am looking true. forward to what they've set up 
Um, I like that they're staying in Storybrooke. I really like uh, Sam Whitner, who is playing Mr. Hyde. Um, I like the... I don't know the actor who's playing Dr. Jekyll, but he was great, too. But um, this guy, Sam, well, he's a fellow Midwest boy uh, from Illinois. But um, he's... um, He's done a lot of cool work. He's from like Battlestar Galactica, and he was he's in on Dexter. The, he's on the remake of, Be- of Being Human. The the um, I believe it's a vampire witch, ghost something. Um, he plays a vampire. I mean, he he's really like blown up big from that. Yeah, but he's, he's a Juilliard he's a grad. Yeah, he does well. a lot of voiceover. He he actually plays the like Darth Maul and Darth Sith and in, in like most of the Star Wars games. Um, yeah. So there was a kind of a funny Star Wars tie. Yeah. That. He's I, he's I, an elevate the genre kind of actor. Yeah. Which I like. Well. Yeah. I mean, we well, did say the same about Hades when he first started, yeah. and then they. But you know what ruined it for me was his vocal pattern. Well, yeah, he just kept. Yeah, exactly. So, but I know he's got Mr. What thing talking? Yeah, but but um, he seems more dynamic. Yeah, to me. and I and talk about like rushing it. I was so nervous. Like I even turned to Aaron at one point and I like and I said, I'm so nervous that this awesome character and, and plot point is introduced. Or storyline is introduced, but there's still an hour to go. Like I felt like they were, <laughs> they gonna, were gonna kill, kill him. him off. You know, yeah. one of the best characters that they've introduced in a while, and they were gonna kill him off. So I'm excited that he's made it at least till episode one of, <laughs> you know, the next season. Yeah. So it's 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 I, I, the other thing that I thought was a bit rushed was the whole magic's gone now magic's back. You know, like it went away and then it was, but it was still there with the dragon. Yeah. And to me, it was like, okay, you're going to make these rules. You got to make these rules and stick by them. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was like, I I would have liked for the, how do you get back when there's no magic? Absolutely no magic left. You know, that I would have liked to have, I don't know. Um, I love that moment with Selena and Roland um, when Roland went back to uh, Nottingham. Uh, not not sure, of course, and uh, gave Regina the note. Uh, nope, I sorry, the gave Zelina the note to give to Regina. The arrow, freaking god! <laughs> I'm sober and still can't do this podcast. Um, that was really sweet. What a, he's such a little talented actor. Um, I, uh, but it was it's strange to me that he was going back. I, I really thought they would maybe have Roland uh, stay with Regina, but I, I get it. Um, yeah, it's easy. <laughs> it's yeah. Well, um, I but I, I really did love all the stuff with New York. Mister Gold in New York was great. I Henry, thought that, Henry getting a second base. Henry second. That's first. Oh, well, you know, <laughs> you're from Jersey. <laughs> uh, so that was sweet in that moment where it's in front of his two moms, and then they look at Emma and Regina look at each other. That was that was cute uh, and embarrassing for him for sure. But um, yeah, I mean, I loved. I just loved that first half like just all of that it just really took its time it was so well shot i love the um the sequence of the uh the hotel um server coming to rumple's bedroom and the way they shot Mm. that that was really cool um interested to see what deal he struck with mr hyde that's something that we will find out um what about how henry was like didn't really kind of care that Belle was still in a box and he may have potentially just kept her there for life. <laughs> Belle in a box. Uh, that's kind of... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't understand how... How did... Hyde summon the box? Summon the box? Like, like, how did he get the box? Belle. 
He created some portal. That's the other thing that I <clears throat> that I have an issue with is it's very unclear like who can create portals, yeah, who like, cannot create portals. Like gold is supposed to have the power of all the dark ones, yet he can't create a portal, but some magic wand from the black fairy can, and then some like Doctor Hyde chemical situation can. Now, now we're introducing science into the right. Mess, apparently. So uh, well, we've we've already done. Well, that, yeah, but, but I mean like yeah. So there are just some things that I I still would love to see worked out, which is just the consistency of the rules of magic. Um, yeah. You know, because again, it, it just, I get it when you have a show that's got all these items you need to put budgets on and you have actors that are, schedules are crazy. And it's, it's like you do every once in a while need these sort of easy plot devices to make things work. But, you know, I'd, I'd like for it to just scale itself down a little bit and, um, I don't know, just focus, focus on what you got instead of, making up new rules yeah yeah because I just yeah I, I mean it, yeah I mean I guess they needed to do something with Mr. Hyde and, and Rumple, but I, I just wonder what could have been done other than creating a sudden portal I did love all the Easter eggs though of the three musketeers yeah hey so guys Agrabah. if you're listening to this yeah we have to go back and watch this because I'm curious all the characters that were in there I definitely saw three musketeers and looked like there was probably some sort of Agrabah in there but um yeah, that was cool. We have to check that out. It looks like they're probably going to go back to their format uh, of season one and season two, which is sort of these one-off character storylines, which is like when we had the Cinderella storyline, we had the, um, you know, the Jiminy Cricket storyline, where it's like a one-off episode where we get backstory, because they brought all those new characters to Storybrooke. So uh, we did see Agrabah, and we did see the Three Musketeers, so we might get those. Oh, if I won. That was funny. Um, I'm curious. Who do you see now? I know you tweeted about this that you like the idea of the evil queen, drink, and hide. But I don't think that's who they're gonna set up. That's I don't think that's what they're gonna go with. Because I think I was watching the way that that they filmed all the stuff with Hook and him, and how Hook stabs. And remember, he Hook, you know, he gets him uh-huh. and they're fight. I bet he goes after Emma. Hyde does, and and I could see that, and and we have a showdown between Hook and 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 him. Um, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of Hook and Emma hugging. No uh, proposal. No proposal. As you said. Why is it? Why I didn't realize that there was supposed to be a proposal. It was just rumored because the uh, the way that they saw them rehearsing and stuff, it looked like extra excited hug, uh-huh. like a super hug. Um, I, I do you think Evil Queen is going to go after Emma too? Swan Queen, this no. See now, here's where again I wish they had put her in one person because. I that would be interesting too if she's this one person transforming back and she does go after Emma. That's a way to kind of I don't know. Yeah, I mean it they, just but they can't throw her the kitchen sink. It's like let's just get her doing some evil shit. I will say this this particular 2-hour set uh finale was very very Swan Queen heavy in a way that feels like a nice build towards them having a relationship like it didn't it felt like more than just the the little like flirting that they like to play with like on Rizzolian Isles you know how they they kind of flirt with each other but it's like just kidding this this felt a little bit more like oh we're we're building something here we're 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 starting something here um 
and the fact that there was not a hook Emma proposal. I, I'm I'm interested by all this kind of what's going on. Hmm. Um, yeah, there's a lot that happened in this episode. It was good. It was just a really good, interesting episode. Do we have any questions? We should probably take oh, some yeah, questions yeah. from people. I, I, I know we definitely have a few. We have a few. We had a lot of comments uh, coming in, which we love. So if you... Oh, by the way, and, and we thank you guys so much for all your suggestions for what you want us to do as we continue the podcast um, while the show is on hiatus. So, which we will continue to do. Absolutely. Um, I know for us will we'll have some <clears throat> podcasts uh, while we're on set shooting films and um, definitely we're going to do some stuff at Comic Con and we will continue to come up with some sort of really silly creative podcast ideas and um, so keep keep sending us your ideas you know we, we love getting them and, and we'll definitely do what we can to make, make them work um, yeah like uh, I, we probably won't sing an entire podcast <laughs> but we might have some live music aspects uh yeah so just ke- keep us posted what you guys want tweet us at at O-U-A-T spoof ace you pulling up some questions yeah here? i've got some all right shoot it all right we're gonna kick it off with arden version two nikki danielle <laughs> at theater girl twelve um first up has anyone ever noticed regina can sense when emma is present like she felt her magic when she op- entered the diner Yes. Yes, I've definitely. Um, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I think they're very similar. They're both, they both have this sort of like light and darkness within them. It'll be interesting to see Regina without that sort of evil, now that the evil queen is detached from her. I know, that's what I'm saying. Like, what, what happens with that quote-unquote character. It's just, I just don't like that. Right. I mean, it's like, do we want to see extra... I mean, like, I don't even know... Like, what would be cool? What would be cool is if she had... Regina has no magic at all. And it's all of the... Ooh! That would be cool. Like, she has no magic. and, And now she's really vulnerable. I like that. That would be that would be interesting because, because I think the journey is eventually to embrace the evil queen side. Of yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I just don't I mean, like that. There's two of them. It's like, what are they? We're gonna have a showdown between the two of them now. Yeah, so oh, I like that. If Regina doesn't have her magic, I can't remember. Did we see her with magic after that happened? No. No. Does it happen towards the end? Okay, so let's hope that that happens. They have a whole two months to write that in. Okay. Um, this one has a little bit of a typo. Also from Nikki Danielle. I'm going to go ahead and fix this one. When did Violet get a phone and how does she know how to work it when Captain Amazing Hook still can't figure it out? <laughs> Captain, it's Captain Asshat Hook. Isn't that no, what she wrote? What no, she wrote? said what I just read. Lies. Um, good point. Uh, I thought the same thing around that. Also, can we talk about... Can we talk about how Violet's dad is from the tri-state area? That was so random. But I'm interested to hear what this backstory is. because her mother Violet? Violet's Henry's boo. Oh, I don't care about that. No, no, but okay, so she was born in Camelot. Her dad was from Connecticut. Oh, yeah. Somehow ended up in Camelot. Like, I was when, like what the F is when this? When did they end up in Camelot? Like, like... Like, did he take the wrong train from Grand Central? Like, oh, it sounded I, like he, he was. It was voluntary. Like he wanted it. But how did? Oh, so there's some backstory there. And Violet's mother was killed by magic. We know that. So I'm curious as to who the f these people are. 
And if that's even a thing. But what about the, uh, he's like, yeah, my dad's like a Yankee. Like, what, 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 was the, what was the original, uh, one of the first original colonies here? Or not colonies. Um, what do you call them? The, um, 13 original colonies. Yeah, so maybe he's just coming back to like... But does time stand still in Kim? I'm so confused. All I know is that King Arthur's gone. It's official and I'm very sad. But... Right out that hallway. Uh, Another question. Do we like bad Zelina or good Zelina? I kind of like good Zelina. That moment with Roland was the cutest. Yes, I agree. Uh, I I like I like seeing both sides. You know, like a vulnerable. Again, if Zelina's just going to be like sweet and nice all the time, it's just it's just not. It's just dull, you know. So, yeah. but that moment with Roland was very cute. I'm I am interested. Like, I want to see a more vulnerable side of Zelina as we are seeing, like her with her daughter, and see how that sort of pans out. But I don't. I can't stay there. You know what I mean? Like, it has to go. It's just you need those elements, you know. It's like when Mr. Gold was was not the dark one anymore. I mean, I can't tell you how many people were like, "All right, this is just not this is just not what he was cast as," you know. And that's the other thing. It's like like when Emma went dark, a lot of people were like, "Okay, when's Emma coming back?" (laughs) It just we love these characters, you know, to kind of how they were introduced to us. All right. Which is like complicated, you know. It's not just so one-dimensional. Uh, here's a question for you and me. I'm just going to combine this because these are also from Nikki Danielle. So <laughs> do that. Uh, who the hell is paying rent on Neil's apartment? If Neil succeeded I know. <laughs> in destroying magic, would all of Storybrooke disappear? And what are your thoughts on the scene in Neil's apartment? Can we get a reenactment on YouTube, please? Yes. For you and me. Well, in, oh, of that scene. Yeah. My, I had a little beef with that scene. I thought it was overscored. That's just my sort of director notch on that. But then again, the rock opera was not scored at all. So. <laughs> okay. Please don't think like I know I, we make critiques on this. I'm totally aware of my own like terribleness as a filmmaker. So, but you know, we're just here talking trash. <laughs> anyway, um, I would just I would have liked a little less score during that because I liked what they were doing and I felt like the score I felt like the score was not necessary. Okay, that's it. That's my soapbox. But yeah, how the hell is Neil paying rent because he did? And um, that I was staying at an apartment in New York that was like twenty four hundred a month, and so his apartment was definitely way more than that. So I don't know. I don't know. And it looked clean too. Somebody's cleaning that shit. He has good rent control. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, well, or maybe maybe it's like an Airbnb. Maybe Rumple owns it. He's got the money. And he's like, yes, whenever I go back to New York, I'll stay in this apartment. I don't know. All right. Uh, does anyone else want to smack Henry? Yes, we all do. Uh, okay, what did you think of... <laughs> What did you think of the scene on the rooftop with all the girls? How far have they come from season one? That was sweet. We were talking about Snow, Emma, and Regina. It was sweet. For me, I didn't quite buy that Emma and Snow would be like, yeah, Regina, totally rip yourself into half and destroy the evil queen within. I feel like they would have been like, you know what? Girl, you got some pain. You got some issues. But, like, let's just process this and deal with it. We're here to help. So that moment, even though it was everyone did a fine job, I don't know. Like, I just didn't... I didn't like the Regina splitting into two. Like, I just... It was... Or her trying to kill the evil queen. I just don't believe that that's what... 
any of the characters would have thought was best for her or that she would even think was best for her. Because it's just so... Well, that's just also dumb. I mean, honestly, that was the equivalent of someone finding a pill on the street and saying, yeah, let me take this pill and see what the hell it does. This person said, you know, I'll grow 10 feet. Like, who the hell? Like, there was no proven science behind this. She just willingly was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Let me this, stick some melted weird, Jolly Rancher goo this in weird my weird new guy. Is, I mean, that's just... Ugh. It was just cheap and easy. Don't like do drugs you find Andrea. on the streets, guys. <laughs> you find a pill just on the kidding. ground, don't take it. Um, all right. We'll Google what, it first. What stories from me. literature do you think they'll tell next season, and which are you hoping to see? Well, I think we got teased with Three Musketeers. We may have gotten teased with Aladdin. Um, what am I hoping to see from literature? Ooh. I do like Moby the idea Dick. Of, a, of a Scar villain once we talked about that. I, can't I know. Now that you said like a live action Lion King, I was like, that's cool ass. I would totally dig that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I like the story of, well, Mallory and I, Mallory, who's uh, Mallory uh, <clears throat> McDonald, who we've had on the podcast before, and she looks like Jennifer Goodwin. Um, we've talked about Snow White and Rose Red, which is Snow White's sister from literature, and Rose Red's a really cool character, and so I would love to see her. Her, uh, appear. Um, I think that would be a cool thing. Um, I'm thinking we need some color. We're getting a little whitewash on this show right now. <laughs> True. We need we need some like Tiana or Prince Naveen. Oh yeah, that's right. We haven't had them yet. Um, that would be good. I don't know. I don't know in what way. What, what, but, but they're trying to go away from Disney a little bit. So literature speaking. I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to think of literature, like Tom Sawyer. I mean, like, I don't want anything too ridiculous. Um, Humpty Dumpty, I want to see. You know, I wish Dr. Whale was still on the show, because I think that would be an interesting thing, having Mr. Hyde and Dr. Frankenstein in Storybrooke. And how would they work together? How would they not work together? They're both science. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm curious if if that will happen at all, if they'll bring him in at all. Um, I don't know. What are some other liter, literary... Sherlock Holmes. I'm trying Holmes. to think of literally everything that I... Ha- Sherlock Holmes? Ugh, God. I just, but I don't want them to mess it up. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm really bummed. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to... I'm not going to go there. I know why the caged bird sings. <laughs> just bring it to kill a mockingbird. I'm just thinking of, like, English 101 and what we all had to read. I want to see Lenny from Some Mice Atticus and Men. Some Atticus Finch. Mice and Men. Lenny. <laughs> Crushes the three blind mice from Cinderella. <laughs> Gus is already dead. He got decapitated. So, who's the other one? Jack? <laughs> just kill Jack. Uh, Let us know. What, what literary characters do you guys want to see? Do you think the fights between Regina and the Evil Queen are going to be epic or too over the top for next season? I, th- I mean, we kind of touched on that, ish. No. It's it's a it's what it's a fine line. It just depends. It depends. It's I, I like be I said, a fine I really, line. I really don't think Regina should have magic. And then, you know, the, she needs the people to help. You know what I mean? Like she needs whoever to, to assist. I don't know. I just I just hope Regina isn't like wussy. Do you know what I mean? Like, that they've made her so, like, sweet and whatever. I just... What's the journey there, you know? Um, Mm. Like, then she'll become, like... Like, Belle? 
don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't know. And then lastly, this was more of a, a shout out as well for at Ami Khan. What are your favorite songs, and what character, and what do you think your respective characters' favorites are? Ami, can you sing yours? <laughs> oh, bummer! Ami's not here. Oh. We'll we'll have her maybe contribute on the next one here. Uh, what's your favorite song, Ace, from the rock opera? Do you have a favorite one? Oh, from the rock opera. Oh, from the rock opera. Um, it's tough. I mean, I. Huh. I've always like, liked, um, I always like the track of Charming Stein, because I thought Mark did a really great job, you know, really, really bringing a lot of fun into that, to that, you know, like just listening to the songs. Um, I had the most, well, I, I'm answering questions that weren't asked. What was the question? Um, favorite song? Favorite song, I think. Charming Stein, I liked. Um, the Enchanted Forest is fun. Yeah, and our respective characters, like, well, why don't you answer that one? Your, your character is a solo. Yeah. I think Emma would enjoy, much like me, the song she doesn't sing. <laughs> Any song she doesn't sing. <laughs> um, I, the, I guess Hook has to say magic in me. I guess I would have to say magic in me for, for Hook's favorite song. <laughs> Right? Yeah. I, magic in I will say, I, I mean, I you know, they're all kind of my babies in a way. And they all, I enjoyed them all differently. Like when we, when we sang at yeah. Comic-Con, I loved when we sang The Truth because that was, we did a lot yeah. with that song. And that, you could tell that was like an audience um, favorite. Uh, Charming Sign was one of my favorites to write and then recording. That was so much fun with Mark. He was just, he came in at like a level 15. <laughs> we were like, whoa. Um, evil's fun. I mean, they're all fun, but I, I think I have a soft spot for the Enchanted Forest because I like, it kind of just... In terms of the film itself, I like that it kind of just starts the whole insanity of it yeah. all. Yeah. And then also just, I'm kind of, I mean, that, I'm, I'm really, lyrically, I, I am very happy with what I kind of was able Actually, to Actually, that Enchanted Forest was the one that I was, I, was, I said the truth, but I, yeah, Enchanted Forest I, I really like a lot too. Yeah, that's why, because the way the story's all weaved into it. And lyrically, I think it's Yeah, really that was one of those songs like I was writing, and it just sort of flew. Like, it just flowed. Like, and I was like, wow, okay, like, wow, this is rhyming with this, and this rhymes with this, and it's making sense. Plus, it's a, it's a, um, uh, a patter song, which is a, a musical theater term for um, kind of like an ex- exposition song that's got like a... There's a few of those. Um, like, Music Man has one in the beginning. Um, Pirates of Pens. Pirates of Penzance. So I like patter songs, and I wanted to open up with a patter song. And so, um, you know, and, and just kind of the insanity of it and then the rushing of it. And, and also just how difficult that song was to to compose and 
to have everyone record. I mean, that was like a three-day beast recording that song because we had to time. You guys, nobody, they did not record together. They Everybody recorded separately, their own part. And then you guys had to harmonize with each other separately and lay in the timing just perfectly and the and imagine what the person in front of you was going to say and do. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, it was that was a challenging one. Yeah, that was really tricky. And then filming it too was uh, just trying to get everybody in sync with their <laughs> with their words was a monster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would love to do that song live. I think I think it's one of those songs that has you can play with it a lot when it's live and and it yeah. Anyway, oh my God, we've rambled. So. It's been so much fun sharing season six with all well, five. We're in five with all you guys. And thank you guys so much for all your podcast support. Really does mean a lot to us. Um, we will see you on tour. So hope to um, see you in New Jersey in two weeks and uh, or Comic-Con in July. And um, again, you can donate to uh, LLS by going to IndieTix.net. That's also where you can get tickets, T-shirts all sorts of stuff um, really appreciate you guys and we will continue to do this podcast and some other crazy shenanigans so um, we're not going away we'll keep you guys updated on Twitter and like next week yeah I think so right we're working all that out what the hell are we going to talk about no <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure it out. Keep let us guess, let us know what you guys want to want to hear. I asked them last week and no one answered. Yes, me. we did. Oh, yeah, a ton of answers. Oh, yeah, they just didn't tweet you, babe. Okay. <laughs> you know your rank. Anyway. All right, guys. Uh, do we have any final thoughts? Bye from the dark side. <laughs> oh, uh, also, um, two of our cast members, Katie Cofield and Jeremiah Pizer, um got to do a Geeks of the Galaxy podcast um, with that crew over there who we love. So please check them out. Check out their podcast. They made a fake Tinder account um, for Matt, which uh, is ridiculous. So, um, yeah, check them out. And uh, we will... Andrea will swipe right. Andrea... Andrea... (laughs) Shit. She's going to listen to this and I'm going to get some text. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Um, But much love from the pod squad over here. We will see you and talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.